Welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. Y'all are here with me, Ash, Charles, fucking the ghost in the basement that opened the fucking door on me and hit me with the door. Oh, I'm leaving. Yeah, no, I was. You, did, you didn't engage. You didn't tell me we were engaging in ghostly and there was apparitions and things. Yeah, no. So I was in the basement. I was changing my clothes. Dryers closed. Everything is, I'm just in there changing in the ba- in the tubs. Why does the dryer door just swing open and smack me in the leg? Said, oh, all right, that's how you giving it up to that ghost? You got it. I'm going to continue to get dressed because I got stuff to do. But I also recognize that this might be your space, but we got to share. <laughs> so that's how my day started. Also, on another ghostly experience I had, I was over at my neighbor's house. He has a cat. Well, had a cat, excuse me cat passed away they kept the cat in the house for well not in the house but outside because it was really cold for a couple of days because they wanted to go bury it up in the pet cemetery in Minner. so they go do that why every day at nine this man is hearing the cat meow because he's insane nah because i go over there i'm just chilling nine on the dot i hear a cat meow me and him are having a conversation i hear this cat meow and i just start looking around I said, uh, excuse me, y'all got a new cat? Said, you heard the meowing too? I said, uh, yeah. He said, man, ever since Mitzi died, I've been hearing this meowing at nine. Every, he's like, it's nine o'clock? I said, yeah. Every night at nine, it happens. And then he called his fiance to tell her that he wasn't crazy huh. and that I heard it as well. No, we still hear our dogs and shit. Barking, scrambling around in the house. I'm just like, I miss you. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like I've had some like nice spiritual contacts the last couple of weeks, and I'm I'm here for that. That's cool. I miss my dog. more engagement with me. <clears throat> so, if any um, positive spirits that aren't um, aggressive and want to take over me or possess me. One no, to I'm just like with them too. I'm gonna yell at them. I yell at the fucking aggressive ones. Stop. Get the fuck out of my house with that bullshit. I'm not gonna do that. I know. I'm very confrontational with them bullshit ass niggas. Cause mm. you know why? They just you, just not in the body. So I'm yelling at you. You need to stop. You stop what the fuck you doing if you're gonna be in my house. Can't they kill you? No. They just. I remember. See, I look at it like the. Uh, so Ash, I get to chew yell at your ghost because you got it like that but I've seen paranormal activity and that man didn't even have a ghost and he's the one that died I mean what happened to paranormal activity it don't matter that shit is very over dramatized I I don't know what I come across I've probably come across some real angry ass bitches they probably been murdered I don't give a fuck you dead. I'm alive, bitch. You trying to be me. That's what you trying to do. You trying to get like me. So I have the power in this dynamic, don't I? I used to be very afraid of them. Let me just get this out the way. I used to be very afraid because we had all sorts of shit happening in my house until I started learning like how spirit works. A lot of times you feel how scared they are. It's not even you. You just get this overwhelming feeling. Obviously, you don't want things in your house that you don't know is there. Sometimes you feel they fear. Sometimes you feel their anger and all the other shit. So if you go around acting scared of them, they're just going to keep running them up. But if you talk to them like human beings and tell them to stop that doofy ass shit you was doing in 1935, 
they'll hear you. <laughs> Most so, likely they're stopped. Ash treats ghosts like gang members. Ash treat ghosts like I treat inanimate objects. <laughs> <laughs> but she be mad at me at the way I talk at, to inanimate objects. That's and you what, speak. That's why you do these finicky ass things. I be like, yo, you need to chill. Oh, <laughs> one day you go come in, Riley gonna be possessed. It's like you were talking all that good shit no, last week. Watch, y'all watched a lot of movies. Like I remember, Insidious got me real scared about like astral travel. Until the few t- spontaneous times that I did it, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. If you don't know, if you're not really inept at it or adept at it, then yeah. But a lot of that shit was scary, and all the times once you start dealing with it, and I'm not with the astral travel where this nigga basically got his body taken by the thing that was in there right, and it was killing see, people. It's not your firsthand experience <clears> with it; it's what someone else told you about it. That's what's really like throwing your shit off, which is why I'm like. About experiential knowledge, not just. I know, I agree. Experiential knowledge is the best type of knowledge. (laughs) But I've already got this fear now. Like, that's too late. Yeah, but you gotta make the choice to be like, do I need to experience becoming a serial killer to know I don't wanna be one? No. But if they not around, like, if it's one around you and it's not like they can't hurt you, so what are you really afraid of? What are you afraid of? Don't fear anything. Getting stabbed or stabbing someone else to death? No. Not, I'm talking about dead people, Charles. I get what you're trying to say, but what I'm talking about <laughs> is not that. But, I mean, you could choose to sit there and just be like, all right, well, yo, what you want to do now is the safest thing. Is just be like, all right, I acknowledge you. I'm going to get out the way, or we got to cohabitate, please, and thank you. That's cool, too. You're just going to go into it being afraid. That'll put you in a disadvantage. What? Oh. Yeah. Get the shot. Get the shotgun full of rock salt. (laughs) I'm Sam and Dean Winchester. (laughs) I'm going to set your body body on fucking fire. I mean, if I could, I would definitely go full supernatural spirit hunter. That sounds like that'd be an interesting life. Nah. Somebody always getting possessed. I'm not... Damn good. Whatever they doing. It seems like they make it through. Somebody always end up a fucking demon. I don't have time for that. Like, everybody ain't my demon. I fucking show. I mean, they're always making terrible choices. Always. And they love each other. So all you got to do is make decent choices. No, I'm good. Whatever they got going on over there. Sam made the best choices. What? Becoming a demon and then, well. Doesn't he become like the house of the devil at one point? Well, sometimes. That was interesting. You need to. Yeah, I believe that was cool. I thought Dean became like the no, he he had like the mark of Cain. I don't know. I think I seen. Did I see that? I stopped watching when Castillo became unfucked by a Leviathan, and then I just was like, I'm not interested anymore. Oh, uh, I mean, I watched through a, a majority. <laughs> yeah, which is that penetrated by that Leviathan? How did you get unfucked by it? Well. Castiel, if I remember correctly, was running around accumulating all the power of the angels at one point because yeah. it kind of went crazy, and then he lost he his. Was an- that Leviathan was in him, fucking him. And then he lost that, lost his angelic power, and then he got it back. Didn't he become God? Did he? I know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he became God. Uh, I, I, I mean, supernatural. The supernatural universe is literally like one of the largest clusterfucks I've ever walked into inside my entire life. Yeah. You know who I, knows a lot about it? Who? Jones. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. 
Jones. I used to sit there and watch it with Jones because, you know, I don't watch people's shows, but he would have it on. And I'd be like, what's up? He's God. Yeah. That little nerdy dude. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, I don't. I stopped. I don't know if God came back in the picture, but I just remember being like hella repetitive. And I'm just like, I'm done. I there's nothing else. For why me is right all? Here. Why do you? Why does the season end with one of you two always screwed over? The mama came back. Well, I would chime in because my father started. My father and mother, they loved it. I would chime in. Mama was back. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm fucking done with this shit. Tommy and dad came back. I'm like. <laughs> the next thing I know, is it he need? Negan's alive me. again. Right. No, he's in this. He's not. He's not. He's not their dad right now. Man. He's he's Negan from Walking Dead. Man. Look at him. Got the baseball bat and everything. I was obsessed with that. I remember like Friday nights. I had no friends at this point. I was like 15, and like one of my glorious nights was like Friday nights on Travel Channel to watch the ghost shows. That shit is bogus as fuck. But I was convinced. Like, did you see the orb? <laughs> I feel like you had friends. So okay, let me just divvy this up because I realize I've been because we not met a friend exactly. I'm like, I. <laughs> it seems up. like you had a pretty decent high, high school, school experience because okay. this nigga sounded like I had the best of times, had a cool little vibe. And I'm like, I everything Ash has ever said to me is, no. I hated school and I was abandoned and was left alone and had no let's, friends. Why you and no one cared let's about get to me. This fucking timeline I was like, what the fuck? We gonna get this timeline out the goddamn way. Okay, cool. So, I would say up until like about eighth grade, I had like close friends. I was not a popular girl. I had like maybe three or four girlfriends or whatever. But I, I wasn't made fun of a lot or anything like that or bullied or nothing like that. But I wasn't like top of the rung. Let's put it that way. Then after I was 14, I dropped out of school, high school, like from 14 to about 16. I didn't go to school. Okay. I was dropped out. I didn't go. So Ash had no friends from 14 to 16. When I was 16, that's when I actually started going to where me and Matt. So for two years, you had no friends. So what I'm talking about. And for two years, you had friends. So nigga, half the high school (laughs) time, you had friends. Shut the fuck up. No, it was hard. It's about how people feel, Tony. Feelings are valid. Bruh. Bruh. What? I would think it would be more valid if it happened in the reverse order. If she went to the continuation school the first two years from 14 to 16 and then dropped out and from 16 to 18 had no friends and then was like, I couldn't connect. That would make more sense. No. You can't be like, all right, well, in the middle, I had a little rough patch, but then I found some, I found my tribe. Yeah, let me just. You never ended that. with, I found my tribe. It was always. Yeah, let me clear that up. I realize, I'm a friendless vagrant. <laughs> yeah. I realize I'm like, I don't think they understand what I'm talking about because I'm going back to these specific times where I had nothing. But I'm oh. like, if I looked at it, like if I pulled myself back and like did, and I keep saying that, like, I don't have any friends with kids. Matthew has three fucking girls. I'm like, Oh, well, we wasn't talking like the duration of most of my 20s when I had Riley. And then we started reconnecting again. And like, we wasn't unfriendly or nothing like that. But like really hanging out with each other again. That didn't start until like right about the time he met his wife now. So that's why I felt like, oh, fuck. And then I keep having her mom telling myself these stories, y'all. It's not like I did this on purpose. I'm telling myself these stories, which I then told you guys in my head. Oh. <laughs> well, let's clear it up. Did I have a lot of friends for majority of life? No, I didn't have like these big groups of friends. I feel like a lot of teenagers had. I didn't have it. But there was a space where I had nothing. 
Honestly, it was weird. In high school, mm-hmm. our group of friends was bigger than most other people's groups of friends. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people had that, and only had maybe <laughs> not a, like a like a big group or anything like that, but definitely like it was me, Jeremy, DeAndre, Raymond. Towards the end, I would say most people probably had a group like four or five people of five yeah. to six. It always felt like everybody was having <clears> the <throat> biggest. Was hanging out. No, we had a group like (laughs) maybe thirty people. Oh, okay. Was like our friend and like an active friend group. (laughs) Like you know everyone's first and last name. Yeah, like there's possibly what their schedule, class schedules are, when they're gonna be where. Yeah, yeah. And then the people I really hung out with at the end of the day was Jeremy and Matt, and that was real sparing because they all lived east, like deep east. So it didn't happen too much. So when I got home, I felt pretty fucking lonely. (laughs) So. Back we didn't do nothing. I'll retract that right now. Or wasn't this? No, we took over a whole like club, like yeah. ECB Magic the Gathering Club, and we turned it into a Yu-Gi-Oh club. We were called the Tree People. Like we were yeah. always on the front. Like it was a big, like a giant group of us. They all kind of did disparate things, but like were connected in like like random common interests in anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Japanese cult- like Japanese, Japanese culture, culture club. really. Uh, between Japanese Culture Club, Magic Club, uh, theater, and just other bizarre things, everyone was just a part of random things, and thus that kind of brought everybody together because we a bunch of different people had classes together. I went to a brush and would come to play <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh at Shaker after school. Was brush and Shaker? No, brush no, is brush like is right down the street right out here. here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I would just leave. leave I'm going to check in. Please, like, hang where are you my going? Friends. I'm not going to be here. Y'all are losers. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, I mean, because realistically, I, I've always had really large friend groups. I'll say that. Right. So I can get where you, where you mean, like, seeing the people that have the wildly large friend groups. So, like, right. having a group of, like, 30 people for me wasn't new. I came from a gang. Right. This is the normal thing. Yeah, it's like a lot of us all the time. And I know all these people on like a real basis. And so for me, that was normal. And then in Brush, the little thing, huge click thing started. And so then it was like another like 20 of 15 to 20 of us. So I was like, all right, uh, this is you make those do, do make those people sound real weird. <sighs> They were. <laughs> it's just like it was very bizarre when you I mean, just they it's not weird. It's realistically a lot of young minded behavior with a lot of adult people. No, they were all we were all 18, concepts? 17, 18, a lot of adult concepts and adult like consequences, like niggas getting pregnant and Having babies and catching DV charges and going to jail. DV uh, charges. And domestic violence. Oh. Y'all aren't even living together domestically. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, how does this result? Why is this just just assault? (laughs) That might not be true. That ingredient is missing. They might be living together. And there's that. Yep. Um, Y'all are also sleeping around with each other's friends and relationships inside the group. And 
than quoting young minded shit like sucking ain't fucking and eating ain't cheating. What are we talking about? You can still go by that shit. Ain't that crazy? That is childish shit. And motherfuckers are still doing that shit to this day. Like getting they they dick sucked. Well, sucking ain't fucking, eating ain't cheating. Tell ya what adolescents sucking that shit. Are you talking about? But yeah, no literal arguments that I've had to I had to hear. But at least I was surrounded by children at the time. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> so. It, it made like, sense. Why am I still facing this to this day? Yeah, you you grown niggas doing it is weird. <laughs> I was around eighteen year old kids. We was still in high school, so I get that. Hey, yeah, they were know. making a lot of terrible decisions. But that was a time for terrible decisions. But also probably not really stewarded by the best of people. Who had the best of skills either? Hard to say. It's no, very odd. No. I had one dude get. I, I was picking. I used to pick my friend up every day for school. Okay. I go to get the surgery on my neck in the middle of the school year. Yep. I so I can't pick him up because I'm not going to go into school. So then I come to start to go pick him up again. Once I'm back. Yep. I'm sitting outside this house. We sit out there for like 15, 20 minutes. Never comes out. Yes. Dad finally comes out. Let us know that he kicked him out the house because he wouldn't join the military and drop out of school. Drop out of school? Yep. Hmm. How would you drop out of school? No, no, no. So this is how I know that they weren't guided by good people. <laughs> <laughs> when you said, maybe. No, no, no. It's a fact. <laughs> drop out they now. want you to finish high school to join. You don't have to. He well, he was a little older, so he, he was um already eighteen. He's a year older than me, so he would be nineteen then. So, and his dad was gonna sign off for him to go. Because he's an adult, he can go. And his dad just had it in his head that he's teaching go to the military. Yeah, fuck your twelfth grade year. No, it should have been backwards, like. You don't finish high school. I'm not signing you off. Oh, yeah, but that is not, not the way that it happened. Mm-mm. So <laughs> I because inside of our situation, it literally was the inverse. My sister finished early, and Z had lit, like my father was adamantly against her going, and my mother was just like, "Well, what are you gonna do? Say no?" Yeah, I was just like, "Well, the thing that I can do, say no." It was just like, but she talked him into it. It's just like, fine. And then, I mean, I don't think she regrets going to the military, but that was a, that's some stressful ass time to deal with people. Like, I've never seen the pay not equal the amount of stress that you get. Like, once you get for higher up in the command structure and like dealing with the not competent people is just like, why would you do something so stupid? I don't know. Because <sighs> this test to get into the military doesn't test competence. It's a skills test masqueraded as the intelligence test. It, it, it tests your proficiency in certain areas. Mechanics, um, science, comprehension, reading, um, other technical skills. So it's basically placing you on like, what fields would you be good in? It's what this test basically does. 
and you don't need the highest of scores to get into aircraft repair. Most of the branches. No, just fuck that. Fuck what job you get. You can get into the branch with like a 35. Excuse me. I'm not trying to talk bad on anybody, but it's just like, how do you go into the army with that? But you what's, can. What's the scores out of? You can get a 99. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. If you get a 99, you can pick whatever job you want. I want to be a Jedi. This nigga. <laughs> Why is he like this? Listen, I want to be a Jedi. I know you got it so fast, too. I mean, yeah, dude, I don't want to be a Jedi. I mean, imagine me just out here deflecting whole bullets. They're just like, dude. I have no. You know what? Oh. Let's go to Ash's topic. I'm definitely <laughs> like, I want to be a Jedi. I'm not. I'm not I'm doing not this. Ready. I'm never ready. Just, I know. I don't. I gave you 20 minutes. How you not ready? What else happened? All right, today, nigga. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> I so much. Just been a t- so going on in this general fucking space and time. <laughs> general as fuck over here. I don't know how y'all been. Oh, how's y'all week going? Pretty cool. I did my swim lesson today. That was nice. My hair still ain't dry. Sucks. But I always realize how much I like swimming. Swimming is great. Yeah. Split, splash. You want to use my blow dryer? Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean right We're now. We're not supposed to dry our hair. No, we are. Believe me, are this we? shit is annoyed as fuck. Yeah, well, yeah, for us. Well, yeah, I don't know. If my hair gets longer than this, my hair will melt down. Well, so see, I kind of have to. Well, yeah, that's why you have to dry it because, like, this will hold my hair will hold hair, water like a sponge, and you got to you got to get that out of there. It's just I don't know. That's always the most interesting thing when I'm like, when I was free, when I had longer hair, it's just like, what are you doing, getting all the water out of my hair? How can you just wring your hair out? Because it's, it's thick down. and luscious. These things don't hold water that long, surprisingly. But towards my scalp, we will ask you. Yeah, yeah. Especially with it braided up and everything in like bunches. Yeah, yeah. This is a nice little sponge right now. Sucking on. Just you don't ever really wear your hair down all that much either, do you? No, I don't like it. I don't like to fucking do it. <laughs> Why do you get your hair so long? Because I like it to be long. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she said, nigga, stop questioning me. That's no, what that sounded I like. like. I like my hair is like it's a pretty decent length. I just don't like doing it. I take a pretty decent care of it, but like styling it, oh my fucking God. Now nah, getting braids for women is probably like their go-to for ease and like maintenance, especially well, in the winter. I like box blade braids a lot. Yeah, you don't, it grow faster. That know, like, singles, like micros. I, th- I thought micros were dead. I ain't seen nobody with no micros for real, but like you do see smaller ones, but not like small micros anymore. I mean, I ain't had them done since what? I feel like this older lady has micros in her on the side of her head. Yeah, like that'd be at the gym. Probably yeah, like, you'll probably see that, but I don't think I. But not like a full head aim of micros no more now. I think two thousand fifteen. People be working out with wigs on. Boy, I never. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hope that big boy just gotta go whoop. 
Oh, <laughs> I just be looking at your it. wig come off. I don't have time for wigs to come off while I'm fucking. Oh God! Yeah, Especially if it it's off. a new person. You gotta pull that off. Yeah, no, nah, we not fuck with no wig. I'm trying not to be cute. Fucking what? <laughs> That's so strange. No, I wear wigs to look cute for five seconds, and you take it's that either that. Off. I think I've seen women work out with extensions. That's the always the more interesting thing about being in a gym is just like you can definitely tell who everybody what everyone is there for. Well, it's less where the, where we are now. When I was at Planet Fitness, they just be out here roaming around. It's just like y'all have not no lifted. because you can spend ten dollars to get into a bullshit ass club and have access to other niggas and chicks. That's what Planet Fitness is. A pit of places where you kind of want to say you want to work out so you can feel good about yourself, but also have access to a random assortment of women and or a random assortment of niggas. Hmm. No one's spending damn near a hundred bucks a month to, to just work. mill around and speak to niggas. So everyone, you can get the fuck out of my face for real. <laughs> <laughs> even when they're kind of listing around in Lifetime, it's just like they're still doing more as opposed to, oh, can I use this bench? Sure. I hate this time of the year, though. Why? Because oh, people are in there. Mm-hmm. People are starting oh. to prep for spring. Yeah, in summer. Man, I still ain't gotten to the gym yet. I know I got a lot of water weight on me. I'm scared. I'm restarting pushing cardio now. So I, I started walking again. Very sparingly, <laughs> but I am making it a note to when it's like not covered in snow and it's at least above forty. I take myself away. Hitting that elliptical. I really need to get in, back into the cardio for an hour on the stairs. Just do it 15 minutes at a time. No, no, it's not the problem of doing the whole hour. It's the problem of me being motivated to go do it. Since yeah. I stopped doing cardio because so I wanted to gain a little weight. Now I'm like, all right, we we got a good eating habit. We're eating pretty good. We need to start getting our cardio in. No, I'm doing, I think I'm doing really good. I've like, watched you eat a bacon sandwich, man. Yeah, but nah, that was a while ago. No, <laughs> I've been having like burritos and just chicken and spinach. I've been doing a lot better the last like two weeks. Yeah. Mm, I told you life was crazy for a while. <laughs> it's just like I was. I watched this man eat, like, cook a thing of bacon and put it on some bread. And I had to ask, Tony, are you okay? Oh, I love bacon. I know you love bacon, but you don't normally, like, you'll. That's not like a Tony uh, sandwich. I know. I eat bacon all the time. Yeah. Like, we buy, like, five packs of bacon to split between me and my grandmother. She gets two and I get two. Don't eat my bacon. And then whoever runs out of bacon first has an extra percent I saw the of bacon. One was for your mother, but apparently not. She'd be picking out of whoever's bacon. Is open. I guess we should probably get her her own, but she don't like bacon as much as us. <laughs> Obviously, stepchild. Man, you know that's the wildest thing. Old people be having like the worst diets under the sun, and they just don't be going nowhere. Well, I can explain that. Someone brought that up to me and explained it to me. It's because they grew up in a time where there was no pollution and no chemicals and anything. So their bodies are much more resilient than ours. Eh. Better explanation than most. Yeah, they didn't start off with like pollution and fucked up water. They didn't get it to us. 
Well, yes. <laughs> it's just like oh, nothing's yeah. like it used to be. You realize your generation did this, right? Yeah. Y'all are the ones who worked to change everything. You know, I do not want to take responsibility for that. So, no. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, no, that's their bodies are. That book, huh? way, yes. Way more, way more resilient. Because <laughs> I want to take a, I want my body to be that resilient where it's none of that. So like, I need to go to like the rainforest. My friend's grandmother is just like every morning, three eggs, uh, like five strips of bacon, grits, salt, pepper. It's just like, oh, eggs aren't super great for you. Bacon's definitely not good for you. And you just be out here smashing this every morning with some toast? Yes. <laughs> That'd be me. That's that's Tony. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Mr. Blue even, Grits himself. I'm not eating pork right now, but damn do I fucking miss it. I don't uh, eat nothing else inside of pork except for bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck everything else. I don't like pork chops. I don't need none of that other shit. I like bacon. I said you eat a rib before. I can. But you can like if someone would be like ribs or burger, you're probably gonna go burger. Yeah, like I can get rid of ribs. Ribs ain't really that big to me. Like if they're there, and we've barbecued and like that's the meat that y'all decided on. Sure, I'm going to eat ribs. But you're never going to go out and buy ribs. I buy ribs because I know other people like ribs. Like, I recognize ribs are, like, one of the high-quality meats that people buy. It's not Well, that's the funny thing. Ribs are... I'm not going to lie to anybody and say ribs are, like, really high-quality stuff. They're really not. They're just really popular. So, thus, they've got... Like, chicken wings. Well, when I say high-quality, I just mean popular because lobster's not high-quality. It's a water bug. Yeah. It's like mussels and other ram- random things that you can just go out and go get. Yeah, I could go get them for you by it's, myself. If I was if I was in California, I could be a clam seller. <laughs> I just go out and here you I go. You want clam? <laughs> clam bake. <laughs> I got clam for your clam bake. Oh, uh, you can get dive into the now. ocean. And, you can dive yeah. in the ocean in Maine. Come here, lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I have a nice Maine lobster here for you. Yeah, also, yeah. shrimp is also terrible. Yeah, and like, I, it's just like, none of it's really high quality. So I guess I just really, when I say that, I mean like a fancier thing. And not fancy, but like a more popular, like, like people treat it with a little more like, oh, you the got ribs? Right. Oh, you the got lobster? You got oh, you lobster? got steak? Like, it's one of those type of items. And so that's why well, I buy steak it. it. Well, because like, if I'm doing a barbecue, I know people are going to want some ribs and then that's going to be like a thing. Like, steak? I love me a burnt ass hot dog. All beef. Only all beef hot dogs. Yeah. I don't know why people be out here buying these random assortment hot dogs that you don't know exactly what's in I them. I thought about trying chicken hot dogs, but that just sounds disgusting. It sounds trifling. <laughs> a chicken hot there. dog. Nah. Because if it I, tastes like a hot dog, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and if it doesn't taste like a hot dog, you're probably also going to be mad. I would be more mad because if it don't taste like a hot dog, at least I'll understand, hey, this is chicken. Okay. But if it tastes <laughs> like a hot dog and Funny. it's chicken, what yeah. the fuck? What's going on? There's some spices in there. Mm, what spice are in a hot dog? Depending upon where you get it from. But like I don't eat hot links. I'm a weird I'm that weirdo. You don't eat hot links? No. I don't eat hot links out here because y'all don't have any good ones. But there's this like local brand in Seattle. Them bitches are amazing. 
Like, <laughs> I don't trust anything that has a hard casing. Oh, see, these don't have a hard casing on them. It's just like, I like Polish sausages and stuff like that. Like, I'm definitely down for like that. You don't like that plastic wrap that they put on the the sausage? No. Those shits is fucking strange. And they just be out here dyeing things red. It's like, what is wrong with y'all? Why do y'all want, y'all want no holly? No. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you you like like some sausage? (laughs) That's my favorite, (laughs) one of my favorite movies. It's hilarious. Well, probably one of my favorite scenes. I need to watch Daddy, would you like some sausages? (laughs) What the hell are y'all talking about? You've never seen that? (laughs) All right, pause the show. What are you talking pause about? The show. What is this from? We're about not pausing the show. I'm about to play. I'm about uh, to play oh for you. Oh God! What are you? What are you about to subject me through? You know, Tom Green, when I think it was at his height for the MTV, when he made a movie. Oh my goodness! What is wrong with y'all? Yeah, Tom Green looks lightweight. But in any event, no, no hot links. I miss meat. I miss a burger, to be honest with you. What? Are you just giving... Like, a while, a few Sundays back, you said you weren't, like, doing meat anymore. (laughs) You just haven't gone back? I just... Well, you just... sick. I don't know what happened. What? He's about to show you. Daddy, would you like some sausages? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? Creative? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? If you ever pull together a soundboard, that probably goes on to it. Yeah, this nigga said, I'm being creative. <laughs> that ass was serious too, and it started playing the song for it's more so the It's more so the steak earrings. He got flaps on his ears. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a dog just roaming around. <laughs> dog is out here mesmerized. Just like, I don't know what's character. happening, but this is. There's just, just meat everywhere. Before he sees fire, he go, he's a real character. He's a real character. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh my goodness. I guarantee you. Oh, you I'm just to... imagining your dogs. Kato just sitting up here like, this is the most amazing artistic thing. But yeah, please ever keep going. Do this every day, sir, if you must. Like, Kai, this is on the other hand, like, would be sleepy. He's like, are you going to offer it to me? <laughs> no? Well, I'm going to sleep then. And if you decide to throw it to me, let me know. Well, but I mean, on the other hand, I'm, I'm not going to be sitting here and no, sit he'll here look on at the street. He'll look at you. And if you not sharing, you're like, oh, I'm going to continue on my life because I don't have time for this. I'm not a fucking simp. Also, the basement yeller. (laughs) Kato is like, please, sir, (laughs) can I have a crumb? (laughs) I haven't eaten in years. Kato, are you simping, bringing all the whole dog race down? I've never eaten. You know, Kite be calling this nigga a coon. (laughs) You over here cooning for the food, you motherfucking sellout. (laughs) You beg every week. Even though Kato, every time Kato they come will be here, asking for food in the middle you know, of the action, no, facing a bowl. No, bruh, 
So y'all know I had I don't go to sleep at a normal time. It'd yep. be two o'clock in the morning. I'll walk in the kitchen to get some water or something. He'll hear me in the kitchen. Get up out his sleep and come and check to see are we making food? <laughs> no, you're just getting some water or something that I don't want to eat. I don't smell anything. I guess I'll go back to lay down. You weird bitch. <laughs> Why are you so greedy that you go get out of your sleep? You heard the refrigerator open and it was. Every time, literally, I open the refrigerator, I hear Cato's um, chain or his collar jingle. Well, he's coming to check on me. <laughs> Hi, Cato. Hey, what's up? There's man? nothing for you to eat. Long time no see. Nothing? Nope. All right, going back to the room. See you later, Cato. Yeah, no. Yeah, you but, will. You open know, that fridge. I, yeah, I'll come back down. I'll go back up there. I'll open the microwave this time. Oh, I heard the microwave open. That means you got to be warm. I'm not warming up anything that you will want. He said, no, I see a plate in your hand. Here, you want to check it? I don't like that. I don't want that. <laughs> Why the hell did you show that to me? You freaking weirdo. I told weirdo. you, you didn't want this. <laughs> He'd be so frustrated with me. He'd be a liar. Me. He'd be mad at me inside of the kitchen. Because he get up at least 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you wonder why I'm so goddamn hungry every single time I get up and you don't. You don't got no food. So that's why I'm out here pacing, burning these steps. You could just sleep and not be greedy because you get fed breakfast in the morning, you get a nice dinner, and you eat throughout the entire day as long as my grandmother is eating. You eating. You not hungry. She'd be out here baking peanut butter and Anybody should be starving. This is not acceptable. It's kite. Because when we make the bowls and put them down, Kato immediately darts the kites and takes a couple bites out of his before going to his. <laughs> Do y'all at least take a couple bites out of Kato's before? <laughs> kite, kite sometimes, like if he finishes his food and Kato still got some, he'll move Kato be like, all right, I'm going to eat this as well. <laughs> it's just like, what do you mean? He's like, no. Mother, oh, so no, this no. is the reason why there's never any behavioral corrections inside of this. It's just like, all right. Excuse yeah. me, I'm still hungry. Yeah, because but, but, you, but, well, if you hadn't ate his food, Kato, you probably wouldn't still be hungry. But since you're greedy and you were like, well, I'm in here first because Kai's usually out, because Kai likes to just roam outside. Yeah. So we allow that. Kato is, I went outside to pee. I'm back in the house. Oh, y'all put the food down. I'm about to eat both of these if he don't get in here fast enough. You greedy bitch. <laughs> get out of his bowl. It's like, I, I am perfectly aware that this is his bowl. And that's my bowl. But I'm eating this bowl. Yeah, yeah, no. He goes to his bowl first because he's not going to eat his food until we move him. Get out of his bowl. Really? Yes, nigga. Because <laughs> you're terrible. I'm going to go get this bad sprayed by a skunk again. Hey, Kite. Mm -mm. That skunk said some talk some shit about you again, did he? Nah, he'd be, he's, <laughs> he, he's good. <laughs> Skunk stay away from the um the yard. The squirrels, on the other hand, terrorize my nigga. Kite? Yeah, as soon as I get a fence, though, they're gonna have a bad day. Because <laughs> yeah. they hear the chain. It's not that they see them, they hear me moving the chain, and that gives them like warning to get up out of, off of like the ground because he's coming outside. I'm just going to start opening the door when I have a fence and letting him out. And that's just not going to be my problem. <laughs> you know that boy's probably going to be able to clear that fence for like the first few years of you being there. Nah, it's going to be six feet. 
He can't clear a six foot fence. The reason I know this is because a deer can, and that's what stops him from <laughs> continuing his his chase of the deer. The deer hop fences, and then he be looking at the fence and staring at it like a dummy. And that's when we see him bring your dumb ass back here, boy. One day. Oh, huh. One day, you no. stupid fucking. <laughs> No, he go, I guarantee you he's building up the leg muscles and one day you go hear like the field of dreams music. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-huh. Oh, that, that I mean, dog just jumped that six foot fritz. Come no, here, deer. Them deer be springing. They be folding after. And no, he's he he's not. He's fine where he at. In the backyard. Good place to be. Yeah. Now you ready, Hash? I'm going to say like dang we gave you another 20 20 we're really good at this keep going no 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 we're talking about TikTok we're talking about and alpha male we're talking about TikTok alpha male beef anyway so what's been going on in the TikTok sphere or some people have been talking about these alpha male quotes that just keep popping up and this is like including the manosphere too, so they're kind of interchangeable. But what the heck is the manosphere? It's kind of like a collective of men that are all about self-improvement for men, you know, getting your health right, getting your money right, and how to get women, basically. So it has evolved for like, what's that shit they use about like pickup artistry into something called the manosphere? So now it's kind of expanded. I don't know what the fuck they used to have before because I was a young kiddo, but now isn't that that Casanova shit? Um, yeah, I don't know. I know, like, I know the roommates can't like would be kind of considered that because that's the only thing I've had to touch it. Uh, the roommates, yeah, the roommates podcast. That's literally the only person I would say maybe that's justifiable is man of your man of your shit, but. The whole gist behind it is get your ass in the gym, get your fucking money up, and get these bitches <laughs> to be very basic. I think Kevin Samuels would actually be considered part of that kind of sphere too. A little bit, maybe. Oh, uh, you know you can't be throwing out Kevin Samuels. I, I'm trying to think of people like who are we like All to, are so attached you can get a better to. understanding of it. Because I don't know if he's telling men to like better themselves if that's his main goal but I know inside of that that's what that is uh, so this is to tell us to better ourselves and TikTok don't agree not necessarily I'm going to talk about some of these concepts that I've heard people roast or from actual people who are claiming to be alpha males say out they own mouth in these TikToks hope y'all ready because I gotta get y'all sitting shit together yeah Okay. So. Women must be fit and remain relatively fit after they have children or they will leave. This is alpha mentality over here. What do y'all think? You only got to be fit all the time? Go ahead, Tony. What do you think? <laughs> no, what you looking ass- for? Uh, my overall thought pattern on that, mm-hmm. like... I guess you should be healthy. Now, what that rel- that is relatively for the person is going to differ. Mm-hmm. So, 
is play to actually living a life that will lead you to actually living a quality, happy, and long life. So, no eating whole things of bacon or anything like that. No doing lines of like, I don't know, whatever people do lines of. Um, no, you shouldn't do that. That's crazy. I don't agree at all. That's terrible (laughs) that that man would say that that you need to, uh, be One, in shape. Two, what the three. fuck? Why That's... you always lie? Why you What's always lie? Let's, let's, let's Why just you move always lie? <laughs> <That's, that's, laughs> you you said we're not moving on an inch. We're not moving on a centimeter. We stand right. Then we got another uh, TikTok to go to. No, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I only got the one. I ain't got a whole um, fucking list of shit here. Okay, well, yeah, no, I don't think that that's correct. That's terrible. <laughs> you shouldn't feel like that. You shouldn't feel like that? Not at all. Oh, wow. Anyway. But on the other hand, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, oh. then I'd say that, yeah. As a, Even? As, as a devil's advocate. As a who devil's has advocate, I can say that maybe the perspective is you aren't living a lifestyle that is congruent with minds anymore and what I mean by that is if your lifestyle becomes more sedentary and more like home based or like centralized based in like a small sphere where I'm still like more active I want to go on hikes I want to do other things or I just want to be out and about more that might be a, a reason that we should part ways no, it's purely like they. I think they were saying purely on like a material, like physical. You don't look good. I might leave your ass. Like you don't. It don't matter whatever got you to the looking good point. They were just like, yeah, no, you don't look fucking good. I don't give a fuck. Because it's that. like if you can do all of the things and you are active and you can do the stuff, and you're just but you're I- ugly. Well, not ugly. Nah, not. I don't know. Ugly might be pushing it. Not physically fit. Say you once were. Hot and then didn't whether you had children, uh, you just stopped giving a fuck. I don't know. You just stopped. <laughs> Come on back on the mic, devil's advocate. <laughs> With certain devilish tendencies. Come on, El Diablo. <laughs> I'd say that El Fuego. <laughs> I think that women do a lot of body shaming. Have you ever thought about that? Like women talk about the size of a man's penis. Oh my goodness. There is no. We are uh, actually going here. (laughs) There is no like recourse or anything like that. That's a form of body shaming. Oh, this is actually a relevant conversation because there is actually a movement. There is a conversation that is being had about there is a contingency of men who are particularly just like. Uh, talking they're they're trying to bring up the fact that women talk about the fact that men are men some men are scrawny some men are like they have small the the, the smallest pps well shit we uh, could just bring it up to something 
And um, they're not tall. The recent sphere a couple weeks ago. Um, shit. The little fizz and Nelly situation where they both were um, seen in sex tapes. Lil Fizz has the OnlyFans and that um, kind of like got out and made the rounds. Um, Nelly supposedly accidentally posted his thing. We talked about that. But then like women um, seeing them, they did a whole lot of like making fun, talking about, oh, look at little dicks and shit like that. But y'all do a whole lot of talking to us about like not body shaming and being ex- accepting of the way that y'all come and the and loving you for you and who you are as a person and not on the outside and the physical shit. But then it's like, damn, look at that shrimp dick nigga. Yeah, shut up with a five inch oh, dick around this right. bastard. <laughs> well, bitch, you better lose that weight then. I guess some guys have a point. Maybe they should be able to feel like that. If you feel like shrimp dick niggas should get the fuck out of your face. Maybe he feels like the well bitch should get the fuck out of his face as well. I don't know. Oh, but there we go. There's devil advocate for y'all. How about that? (laughs) I mean, if if people are talking about they don't like five inch penises, I hate to tell you, but I think that's about the average size. Five to six is average. Yeah. So. I don't think is according to medical books. Right. <laughs> like I haven't measured. I don't know all the, the niggas. The <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. What's going on over there? Yeah, but I can't speak on that. Not at all. Yeah, just the books bit. though. No, what bit, the books tell me though. Bit, Tony, not even a little. No, nah, right. but what the books tell me. <laughs> what the books tell me. Yeah. So I think um, you should take care of yourself. Of course. I don't know about leaving the mother of your child and all that other shit. Uh, I don't know about leaving, <laughs> like abandoning someone because they have a weight problem. Nah, if you didn't, if you leave after that part, then you didn't really want her in the first place or him for that matter. I know me personally, I don't have a problem with like weight. What if they're unwilling to work on their weight problem? Then it'll probably bleed somewhere else. Like if you're unwilling to move here for yourself, then it's other issues most likely. So then can they leave? Hmm? Yeah, if like the other stuff, like not just like the physical thing. But what if they can leave? Why Why do they have to wait for that if they recognize that? So you're not willing to do this. Well, I'm not about to wait for it to bleed into other areas. I'm just going to bounce no. out now. No, you can do that if you'd like. But me personally, I wouldn't. That's not it. You're just going to wait? Yeah, I mean, if everything's getting continuing to get worse and this is not just a bump in the road, if this is just like, oh, you just decided to say fuck it all, then yeah. Oh, this is your spot in the road now. Yeah, like this is where you're staying and you just is like... I'm not going anywhere else and the other fronts and everything else is starting to go down. If it's just like a self-esteem problem at this point in our relationship, then yeah, I could probably wait that out. If you're saying if like either we have to make sure that this is not your permanent state of being, it is more so aberration or the the road got a little wervy, swervy or we hit a speed bump or something like that. Right. Something that is correctable as opposed to nah, this is just who you are. You're never going to go yeah, back. Yeah, like to- you just, like this is the attitude you're carrying in every area of your life. Like, or like I said, even if I did carry and we've been together for a while and I can see like, okay, well you just don't feel very well. For me to leave because of weight gain, like I said, I don't have a problem with Motherfuckers gaining weight. I never really did, to be honest with you. So that's never going to really be a big issue. I don't think it's a big issue out here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't care if like. Well, just Midwest. I don't feel like it's a big issue. Well, I think we've gone into if, this before that we exist in a more sedentary way inside the Midwest and not. Like y'all are much more comfortable with like a huskier person yeah, in general. They just got lost a lot of weight and got skinnier and just wasn't what I. It didn't. That's not. Nah, nah, nah. That's a lie. If it's never, y'all women out here are real, real rude. And, Get your scrawny ass out of here. No, it wasn't that. It was. I came back from being the probably one eighty five, one ninety, Tony. Pretty, pretty stocky guy, to being like one fifty five, Tony. Really lean and cut guy. The women were mad as fuck. So you just lost all that. He was like a teddy bear. Why you get so skinny? Okay. You're so angry. Why? <laughs> so you're not gonna gain? No, you're not. You're not trying to get bigger. Why? I liked you when you was bigger. Clearly, you still like me now. My dick is in your mouth, but whatever. It didn't stop them from fucking with me, but they definitely was upset with me for losing the weight. And that's when I realized that, oh, y'all prefer huskier niggas out here. But that makes sense. Being husky out here means that you got money. Uh, I mean, I get I get the line of logic, but it's closer to like that old school, like. English type of way Yeah Or <laughs> Not even that That old like Roman Where you used to be like On like Little deuses <laughs> And niggas feeding you grapes With the fucking sheep Yeah but not even ass. Yeah but it's like So not to that level of decadence But they see it as Alright you can afford To go out to like The nice little After hour spots And be eating And drinking And spending What they would consider A nice amount of money For a Stuff. couple hundred dollars hit on food and shit like that, or not even really a couple hundred. I'm not, let me not lie. Niggas may, may spend a hundred dollars, break a bill on some food and drink out here for real. I can't see my spell spending more than a hundred dollars on a hundred to 150 bucks on like one meal just for two people. And that's what I'm saying. Like maybe a hundred and a couple, maybe a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. And, but people, that's gonna look nice to them. Y'all gonna have a good time. Y'all gonna be sufficiently fed and have drinking as much as y'all wanted to. Oh, that reminds me. I gotta give you something. Um, but yeah, Are we gonna sit so there it's just kind of like that lifestyle out here. I don't think would be a problem. But I do see that being more of a thing on the West Coast. Like, what do you? Why do you fat? Anyway, why, why do you fat? <laughs> Well, I think on the West Why Coast, are you fat now? I think on the Either West way, Coast, it's a lot easier no to be consi- continuously Stop active. Fatting. No. Are you going to keep fatting? What is? Why do you fat? Oh, I really am going to start asking you. Why do you fat? <laughs> I like that. That's a great way to put that. Why, why do you fat? I feel like you're possibly going to get some adverse reactions. Uh, that won't be the first. That won't be the last time. <laughs> So, (laughs) especially if we like decide to go that long term length, it does never really bother me. That's why I'm just like, I don't. You have lost weight. What is wrong with your penis? Like, nah, your dick's still working. Your mouth still did the same thing it did before, and you're still the same person. You might look sexy now. You might look sexy then. 
I'm not really big on that. That's not like a issue. You know, I don't. There was a literal conversation with ninety percent of them. I just think. I just think that I like that's. It was just interesting to me. Where I like this personal. Not 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 at all. It was was more of an eye opener. Where it's like because at first, I. It's one thing speaking from like inferred knowledge. I know that California, Seattle, all the West Coast is a more active lifestyle. And to say that the women out there perform more active movement and things like that. I mean, even the food that you eat out there tends to be on the lighter side. Yeah. Yeah. At nauseum. But I couldn't speak to that as a fact until I experienced going out there, shredding all the weight, being a smash out there. And then coming back here, women being like, damn, where did all that go? But then remembering that I was a smash out here when I was stocky and everything like that, like crazy play. So I was like, it's crazy that the body type is really a a pivotal and, and not like it hindered me from achieving anything that I wanted to achieve. But just me seeing like the errant shit that was just thrown my way was like, hmm, that's interesting. Like, I have to work harder now than I did out there. Then, no, than I did when I was here and just cocky. Mm. Well. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm going to try. I'm trying to lose weight now regardless. So. Yeah, I'm not too picky. Like, I don't think I've ever been picky on a physical trait. When I was a little younger, the height thing was definitely something for me. But then I start fucking with niggas up short into me. I'm like, this is great over here too. So I don't know. <laughs> I hear more one. women disqualifying men be probably because of height than anything else. Well, if I think about it, I'm the average dude is like five nine, five ten. They're about my size. So if I'm just that's the average nigga. It's more niggas that are my height or a little bit shorter or shorter than it is more niggas that are my height and taller. So I'm disqualifying myself from a great bunch of dudes over Most here. Most dudes. Disqualify. Yeah, like, that'll make I'm no not sense. Trying to be that woman that's lonely because this nigga didn't hit the height requirement. Too bad I didn't look. I wish I, you know. Nah. What? I was trying to think. I was like, well, Tony, you're a little shallow. Maybe you should look at it. And then I just was like, that's not a lot of us. <laughs> so I ended that with so I was just like, nah, so we don't got to lie to me. So what's the next thing? Because you was pulling it up and then you you said, fuck them. Fuck, fuck uh, TikTok. And Generation X team. Women are too emotional. Yeah. Men only think critically and logically. Incorrect. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes and no. Okay. And no, actually. Yes, yes, no for the first one. Okay. Too emotional is a very generalized statement. Can they use emotional rationale in situations that probably don't, don't call for it? Yes. Are men always logical and only think critically? Fuck no. You niggas are sensitive, jealous, fucking got tunnel vision like a motherfucker, and a huge ego, and ain't did shit. Be getting upset. The, the alpha mindset says that no matter where you are, you are fucking great, nigga. You ain't a doctor. I'm still better than you. You you ain't with the alpha thought shit, that, man. but you don't work hard. We already said this. We're sigma males. You don't. You don't sigma. work hard. <laughs> you just read something and put on a t-shirt 
and did 30 push-ups before you came out the house so you would have a little bit of a pump on your arms. All right, bro? <laughs> bro. Go back in the house. This ain't for you. This ain't that. It's just like we'll my pronouns you is he him. <laughs> <laughs> know that. <laughs> know that. <laughs> That's good. Jesus Christ. Charles, did you say anything or no? You don't what? want to say anything. <laughs> oh, I mean that's just so obviously. I mean it's not that will will women more like be more likely to allow emotion to supersede logic in a lot in some situations yes will men more than likely allow logic to supersede feelings in some situations also yes but also dudes be getting in their feelings for no particular reasons and be pulling it's just like and then they won't admit at least women will admit that it is their feelings will dudes will be like no my feelings ain't hurt my feelings ain't hurt I think I forgot what it was that made me realize that y'all do it, but y'all say it differently. And I forgot what it was we was talking about. And it was the same fucking thing, but it was in a different form. The way they were saying it was one way. But then I'm like, dang, don't want me to be complaining about that exact same thing. And that's when I that's when it hit me like, oh. I just translate it differently. It just comes out of a different part of your brain and come out your mouth this way. Very Whereas possible. for us, where it comes, well, I feel and I just don't understand. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing, just filtered to different parts of the brain or whatever the fuck the anatomy, I don't know. But it still all comes and culminates to the exact same fucking thing. Trying to express that deep part of ourselves that, I mean, women ain't really, women don't come from like, true emotions either it's just a lot of fucking anger and they get work we get worked up over shit and we don't really know how it is to get into like our real emotions about a thing we just be angry and then be reactive i don't think we really know what our emotions is like to get to the depth of it like sadness and loneliness to get really get to that part of ourselves that's begging to be heard but we don't know how to express it so it just comes out as anger and blame and a whole bunch of other shit <clears throat> So I know we both face the same problem where we both, both genders are deeply repressed. It just comes out as anger because that's the only thing that society let both genders feel is rage. Yeah, like (laughs) wrath. I I watched uh, Frances Weller is like this pretty big authority here on grief and how he was saying like, dude, we don't have nowhere to grieve properly. And I got his book. I forget the name of it, but every time I get like sad, I realize like how important it is to talk to people about how sad you are. And I think Tessa, it's a this an African dude that he got his uh, practices from, but he was saying, "Well, why are we allowed to express those other ones, but it's nowhere to go to express your grief?" She be out here hitting up Doctor Umar. Not Umar. It's like <laughs> Tessa something like. Tessa Soulmate or something like that. Everyone, <laughs> like, I'm a weirdo. I don't see the purpose of uh, funerals or anything like that. I don't think that's necessarily the way. It's not the way that I personally grieve. But it's just like, uh, whereas it's just like everyone showing up and crying at a funeral is just like, oh, this is so sad. That's That's more healthier than being isolated, to be honest. Is it? Yeah, because you don't get to express, you don't get to see what grief looked like in other people. 
having community for grief, the way he explained it, is actually more beneficial. And he was like, in this, that case, that is pretty cool, but having it more often because you just don't feel grief once. You feel it a lot. Nah, I just be out here meditating. That's I ain't gonna knock that one, but please explaining it. Oh, this dude. That's exactly what I was thinking of in my mind. Fuck that bitch for real. Yo, that's exactly. I ain't even mad though. It's just good, bro. (laughs) No, you don't look mad. You don't look mad. You got my charger? I swear to God, I'm not mad. You got my iPhone charger? That's that's spinning that he be doing. I bet he spit and become a Jekyll and Hyde nigga. It's just like uh, I'm worried about what I'm worried about this woman. I'm worried about this nigga's health and, and mental welfare. <laughs> That shit is so scary when a nigga start getting that bag, like the switching when back it, and forth. When it starts going mad. back around, it's just like, up, and they start walking around in the circles. They start doing these. They start doing one of these. Yeah, because now they're making decisions. Yeah. So what decisions are being made now? Like, how am I gonna purge these terrible choices I'm about to make for my head, or am I just about to do this? Yeah, decisions are made, (laughs) and actions will be taken. Goodness, it's just like, man. Oh my goodness, that was the vax when I broke up with my. think it was my second girlfriend that's the exact thing i i literally did that looked up at the air came back down we're done and just kind of walked away it's just like okay okay five seconds of thought (laughs) yep yep i'm done here i'm not dealing with them niggas no more not at all yeah but no i mean done with that no more no more of that crazy shit (laughs) (laughs) this one is specifically for the black alpha males the ones that don't like to fuck with other black women. You niggas is fugazi. I don't understand. Uh, no. Other women. No, you fugazi. And clean. And since you are really, since you ain't ready to do that, that's why you single. Huh? Other women, they cook, they clean, they Black women ain't doing that shit. Well. That's why you're single. That's why you black. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can say that <laughs> is because in terms of the, ro- the yeah. overall gender roles being adop- forced to be adopted across gen- across lines, that's kind of the thing that's fucked it up. So you guys weren't going to get that when you guys like start just started going out here and laying up under women and just letting them buy stuff, run the house, do all the things. So you accepted your new role inside of life. You accept it being you accept it being the wife. Nah, <laughs> and know your role. Mm-mm. She make the money. You stay home and take care of the kids. You better work on that lactation. My nigga, get <laughs> the pull out one of those triangle fucking titties. That nigga be out I saw I saw a video online of a. Per- uh, of a husband, he like strapped an iPad around his face, yeah. and then like put on a shirt with and had two bottles sticking sticking out of the nipples. Oh, man, and it's just like, lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if your wife a billionaire or something. What you about to do? 
No. <laughs> no. It's just like my children will believe that I have breastfed them. Mm-mm. No, no. Mommy, around. why don't you blink? To walk around with the beater on. Mm-mm. Like this, mommy, no. Walk around the house with them flip flops on. Um, <laughs> I. No, nah, dude. Don't agree with that, but I agree with that. Okay. You gotta walk around with khakis. Well, I think that. There probably is eventually going to be a conversation about women getting to this bag and moving like our niggas moved. And so, um, gonna have to have a better fundamental understanding about. No, uh, I think that. I think women move like niggas move but they also want to end of the day have that picturesque relationship and I don't know if those two things go together fully what moving like moving inside of a sphere of men but also being able to have that hunky dory no not in a sphere I mean like a nigga moving like I wear the pants because I make the money and it's going to go this direction. That's true. But then you're going to attract certain types of men, men that are willing to lay up under you. I know a couple of women that got niggas that are doing that to them right now, that they don't got no job, can't keep a stable job, but they women make a good amount of money and it's stable. So, hey, they got a good place to live. And when they go out, they got someone that's going to be able to pay for all the drinks and the food. But the woman is in control of the dictating most of the things. Or are you gonna get a nigga that works but um doesn't necessarily have the backbone that I hear most women look for. Most women say that they want a man to feel like a man. I don't know what that means necessarily because I'm not a woman. But I don't think it's the man just letting you tell him what to do all the time. Maybe it is. Because, <laughs> again, I'm not a woman. But if that was the case. Don't know quite what you're looking I for. I don't think I would be successful. I mean, I, most, that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Most women think I'm fairly passive, but I'm not. as. I just don't care about a lot of things. But if you hit me on something that I actually do care about. Yeah, no, you're I will fight tooth and nail not care about it at all and cut I don't that care shit out about it all it's just like do you care oh it's just like there's certain bizarre there's certain bizarre things that i'm gonna fight about like the playlist at our wedding that's mine she don't fight with you about that you would try i'm gonna win I don't know. I don't know about that one. I'm a win. <laughs> it's just like, what are you, I feel what are you like talking about? about Who probably picked the P- DJ? I Me. feel like that might be more important to her. No, it is not. I have a question. <laughs> I got a question. What's the age that you started thinking about the DJ and the music at your wedding? DJ and the music at my wedding? I probably have, I could... I probably have a working I think I have a working no, Spotify what playlist. Age did you start thinking about it? Was it four? 
<laughs> Probably not four. Exactly. Doesn't matter. No, no, no. It does I'm, because they've grown up with a idea and have been building on it since the beginning of comprehension. You were four. Your I, your concepts are fundamentally no, no. flawed. No, no. They started at four and have been growing it and developing it and tweaking it. Your bases are flawed. It. Not at all. That's what they've been. They've been bred in this. So for you to be like, nah, I'm stepping on what you want. To do what I want. No, just not what I want. I'll take your input. Okay. It's just, it I didn't want, sound like that before. But I will not allow you to mess this up. <laughs> and you can put it in the request box. I'm not going to read it. You can just show the shit it. straight up your just, ass, to be honest with you. Go ahead. It's just like, because I guarantee you, spread up like somebody's going to be like, ayo. Push it in. It's just like, oh, look at this. We, I want to play Pretty Wings at our wedding. That's a what? That's, that's a song a about a song. That's a song about a breakup. Get that bullshit out of here. No, Pretty Wings is good. It's literally, it's literally telling someone to leave. Oh my no. god! No, it's a good song. It's a good song. It's not being played. He said, "Give me a fucking bottle." No. Nope. Also, the booze that we're serving at our wedding, because I'm not going to be a cheap ass. We have an open bar. I don't think they care about the booze, but I'm pretty sure she's going to care about the music. Also. My grooms are not going to be inside no ugly ass tuxedos. That nigga going to have fun playing out his wedding. <laughs> it's just like. He's going to have a fight. He's going to fight this bitch. No, bitch, I said hydrangeas. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, don't care about flowers. You can have that. But I'm gonna, All I just, know is there's, I'm going to come over to Charles' house one day and there's going to be broken glass in place everywhere. I'm like. He's going to be sleeping it up. And I'm going to just be. I'm like. I just yeah. said she couldn't like, what wings. <laughs> and she threw every plate in the cabinet. Well, either you gonna <laughs> play I got the money to buy new plates. Guess what? I'm not playing. Pretty wings, bitch. Hey. <laughs> yes. This nigga gonna be throwing it back at her. I said earthworm fire. No, I'm not playing that <laughs> shit either. I said fuck you, black party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, all I know is you can come over there. She gonna be holding his chat. Watch her have her own little secret DJ. And hire like a security guard to tackle his DJ and attack oh them. Like, that first things first. I have already outsmarted you because I'm gonna put a trap door up on top on top of the goddamn stage. It's just like, excuse me, who are you? I have a restraining order against your company. You're not allowed, dear man. She's just gonna play some music. She's just gonna play it on her phone, and you are gonna be mad. I'm gonna cancel you- the phone plan. That's not gonna stop music from being played. I'll, I'll cancel the Spotify. I'm I'll cancel the her. card. I'm gonna send it to her. Hey, at this point, this is oh, like this being a surrogate, right? <laughs> For your wife, feeding this bitch. Hey, you know what you should try. All and right, this then. is the reason. You know what? I got a soundbar for you. So this is the reason why you are not. Uh-uh. See, you're not gonna be on the inside track now. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send <laughs> it. Like you're gonna be. I'm gonna tell you all the wrong plans. I'm a good phone. A good. I'm gonna tell you the wrong. I'm gonna send it. You are gonna be the only person to get an invitation Charles, in the wrong venue. You act like you ain't got a tracking device on you right now. I don't. Okay. I actually I actually have the, the developer mode turned off. Oh, and so that means I can turn off all my trackers. I'm glad that's what you thought I was talking about. Continue on. What's the next thing, Ash? What? What's next? I don't know. On the TikTok list? I don't know. I forgot. I don't know. Wait, who are you at? This goddamn thing was supposed to be the fucking mouth. That's supposed to be the goddamn driver's seat. Uh, yeah. What do you this mean? That's supposed to be the driver's seat. Anyway, I forgot to say my fucking opinion for you asshole and started talking. I don't like it. 
Uh-huh. Moving I'm, on. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I, I'm I, gonna get I don't like it. Tony's gonna walk in. Tony's gonna walk in, and we gonna have a next level like knife fight. The fact they're like, oh, black women need to just cook and clean more and be more submissive, nigga. I'm not being submissive to your fucking boyish ass. What the fuck? That's something you earned. And then even on a higher scale, you have to learn like. I'm weak in this area. Maybe she is strong. So you have to be submissive in some areas as well. It's a tangible thing of going back and forth and hoping to make it work. But I don't know if other races do it because like, it just seems like some dudes just want to fucking slave. Like, she's cooking and she's cleaning and she's submissive. Like, yeah. You want to slave, my nigga? Like, or do you want to I'm fully going out to the bar tonight. Woman, if okay. you want to fully like, realize woman, then you go out to stop putting this shit at the top of your list all the time. No. I don't know why she's not happy, guys. I don't let her do anything that she wants to do and I keep her in a cage at night. Right. Like, if you just, that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't understand the concept. Honestly, of, I keep her in a cage at night and I'm not worried about her happiness. Wouldn't have never made that statement. Yeah. <laughs> Object. I'm not even paying attention if she's happy or not. I don't know what's going on with her. I know that my food is on the table at 630. I ain't getting no pootie tang now. Yes, I do. What you talking about? Yeah, Wifely duty number 37. It goes to the next one. It's in the Bible. High value men that do that, they allowed to cheat. You want to know why? Because they was doing all the providing. So they get to cheat. Okay, Kevin Smith. They get Samuels. to. Kevin Samuels. Kevin Smith. Who, no, Kevin no. Smith. Oh, Kevin Smith is due from Clerks. <laughs> It's biology. No, it Men isn't. need more than one fucking partner all the time. And because they're high value, they get to put their dick wherever they go, Charles. What don't you understand about that? All right, you can put it wherever you go in an incinerator. And <laughs> <laughs> like, like a pottery it? kiln or something. I don't know. Man, that's the sigma know. shit, goddammit. I don't want to put my dick in everything. That's sigma mentality. Not everything is good enough. You are not going to get grace with I this get magic what saying. thing. I, I understand. It's, I understand what they're saying. Doesn't make it right. Yeah, I sure don't. I understand <laughs> Japanese. I remember, like, probably, I know I've said it, like, at first I was bothering with that shit. And then I realized that's not really, if that's what high value men are. I don't, I don't want them. Think it <laughs> Thank has you. anything to do with high value, man? I think that's a flashy term that he likes to coin. That just like gets it's a good like coverall term. Yeah. But I think that in the situations that he generally presents, it's you're dealing with like an executive type, a more mobile man that might not necessarily spend a majority of his time at home. <clears throat> the opportunity and option for him to sleep with somebody else is pretty high. And high in the regard that he probably doesn't have to do a lot of work to pursue it. Oh, that's not really the way I interpret it. I'm more so interpret it as a mess. Like, it seems like he's saying that he's in, they're entitled to be able to do it. That's what they all say. No, I'm think I'm saying that he's saying that it's okay. That in this situation in him facilitating all of that, this is also probably gonna happen. If you don't work, you're not on the same playing field as him. But you want to deal with him, that 
probably is going to be something that happens. Well, at that point, those people probably shouldn't be getting married unless you're married in unless you're marrying like a Rockefeller or something like that to the point where they don't need your money to subsist. Yeah, in the realm of like, no, because I don't excuse that behavior even if you are boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm not going to excuse that. If I just dating, that's one thing. That's level fan feel for everybody regardless of your income. Most people perceive dating as being boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> That yeah. was a very odd thing but, that I and figured I guess out. Courtship. I don't know. Whatever that point is before you say, yes, we are in a monogamous relationship with each other. I don't know what that's called before then, but the after point, yes, no, we're not doing that. But before but that point... Kevin Samuel also says that high-value women that are in the same position, that are dealing with men of a lower status, also have the freedom to cheat. And you should expect it because of the same thing. So it's not that he's saying that men should do this and women shouldn't. He's saying that oh, I think the entire high co- valued people who are in this sphere, what he considers high value is economic. I know economic and some other shit, but yeah, you still a piece of shit if you doing that. It's quite essentially saying if you like, have leverage over the other person, you have the you have the ability to exercise that leverage and and. However, you see fit, and I guess one of those things. Right, but because if you go I guess in and I don't didn't have this, whether you did or didn't have this conversation with somebody, and there's a level of expectation, whether we want to say it or not, and you betraying somebody is just not good character. You don't have integrity for yourself. You damn sure have no integrity, nothing from you. Not no level of respect for yourself and for the other person. It don't matter how much you're earning at this point. You was still a piece of shit when you was earning five dollars. I guess you still a piece of shit when you went earning a hundred fucking k. It's, and then the, think about the level of how we set ourselves up to be betrayed. Like, how could you ever go into a relationship if you expecting betrayal in the first fucking place? And, I mean, if you just want to go well, sleep like, around, just don't get married. Yes, you nah. can't call it. I guess for you can't call it betrayal if you know what this comes with. What the fuck did I betray? This comes with that. Ain't nothing to be betrayed. If you accepted this, then you knew that was a part of it. But some niggas ain't having that conversation. And even if you, even if it's going spoken or unspoken, some motherfuckers ain't walking into that shit like, yes. Then why are you walking into this? Because who in their right minds is looking at motherfuckers? He make over 100,000. Yeah, he cheating. Majority of women and men are not going through this one. They're not, that's not it. You don't ever go into a relationship. Yeah. He make over 100K. He, his dick is community or her pussy is community. Come on now. Mm. Um, I disagree. I feel like you look at athletes like, oh, he's probably cheating. No, not necessarily. Society does. Society does. So no, what I'm talking about is not uh, individual outliers. I'm talking about General broad spectrum, if we which is gonna play the play the, that's what we're talking about right now of what people would know, just the general person would know. You expect athletes to cheat, most famous people, and them niggas still come out hurt though, and divorced and lonely. So of course you might know it, but you don't really want it. <laughs> so you so, but whose fault that. is that? Because you accepted something that you knew but didn't want. 
but you, you accept don't it. know what the fuck you want in the beginning. You still caught up on the high of oh he makes this much, he has this prestige. Da, da, da. So I'm gonna it's lie. my fault that Everybody you're lying. not in tune with yourself because did you, you Ash, or wouldn't... maybe he promised too to be fucking faithful. Maybe he did say some fucked up shit like that to get a bitch because men do that. Some men do that. Oh, I'm not saying. Oh no, I'm in. The, that's true. So if the nigga's lying, then that's trash. But I'm just operating on this system, and if he's being transparent and you still and feel away. That's the thing. Most people aren't that transparent. They just not. Like, they always, we always tell them, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we can pick that. I feel like people, what y'all are saying is most people who don't have the ability to be that transparent aren't that transparent. No, most most people aren't that transparent. But you I can't pick and choose. Like, okay, when true. you say people keep talking about what they really want to do with their life. It's just. And then, you know, when they really want to own a business and blah, 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 but then they actually show that they want to do something else. How is that not applicable to other people who get themselves in these situations? It just happens with people. Like, you really want to be cared for and shit like that. I get that some people may be privy to the game beforehand, but a lot of the motherfuckers don't end up happily married. Oh, wait. I think I'm, I missed what you were saying. Like, when you say, like, uh, for, like, family or friends, for example, that have all these ideas and they want to have all these businesses, and then you think that, not that they less than, but you take an issue with that. Like, they're saying something, but they're not actually doing what they're saying. And we've already established, well, they don't really fucking want that. It might sound cool to say that you want to have a business, but your actions are saying that you don't really want it. <clears throat> but in this case, it's not in okay both for them. In, no, no, no. In both instances, I think they're getting exactly what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lack self-awareness. You lack depth and a center. Ash wouldn't allow the nigga that's making $100,000 to come in the situation and just say, this is how it's going to be. And you got to accept that. Because you know who the fuck you are. You're not getting caught up in the money, the glitz, and the glamour. So the person that is don't have a center, don't know themselves. That's on them. You haven't done any work and now I have to be a different person because you've done no work to know what you really want and what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept and because you walked into a situation that now you're uncomfortable with, I'm the bad guy. No, fuck that. You chose something that you really didn't want. That's nothing to do with me. Meh. I... It does. <laughs> like, just to know you don't, you don't want this. Go away. Don't fuck with me. That's what you can say to somebody. But what this if I don't you. know you don't want this? What if I've dealt with women that do want this and have been it able takes, to handle this? It takes time to it, get to that point. But then you have to recognize, like, I got to take responsibility here and say, you need to stop. This ain't going to work. And I'm not trying to go. It's already placed on the other person that takes, gets in there. It takes but two it to tango. Take tango because now you dragging this person in is something that you know for real that they don't want. But because now you got the beneficial taking two to tango. attention and they time. Now you've then led them down. Uh, no, no, no. You can't say takes two to tangle. Then I led them down. We walked together. I didn't but drag you, no one nowhere. We walked together. But if you, it takes two to tangle, we on the motherfucking dance floor together doing this motherfucking cha-cha slide. That's what's happening. We, you not getting dragged nowhere. You coming your happy ass along. But you, you also didn't for the ride. stop it either. And who <laughs> okay. is that my responsibility to be your steward? Yes. When did I sign up for that? When you entered into a relationship. No, I didn't. Like, your job is to your job is to step up with in the places that the other person is weak in. You are supposed to be strong. That's what so, you, that's what you would like to happen. 
But if I've already acknowledged that, hey, I'm going to be doing these things. If you've already acknowledged If you already acknowledged it. Which a lot of niggas ain't going to because they love the attention that someone gives them. They love the pussy, the fucking phone calls, the flirts, but whatever they're getting from the female. Most, but and the vice people versa. that we're talking about right now are high value men and women who are getting all the attention, even on the women's end. She's getting all the attention and the attraction. So, and then she is moving the way she wants to. And so, if she has a nigga and she's dealing with me, and then a week later now she's dealing with some other nigga and I feel away. But I knew it came with that. That's on me. But that's in the realm of like, like I said before, you get to that part where you're monogamous. The part where you're not monogamous and you're not saying yes, let's enter into relationship together. Before that, if she said, "Hey, I might meet some guys," yeah, but I might but meet before, a guy in, in on the set and before you had a, like for real conversation, like, "Hey, are you ready to take this to the next level?" Blah blah blah. Is this me and you? Before that, before that, that's just anyone's realm. I don't, you can't, you can't cheat on anybody. No, if she tells me that, that we, if me hey, and her, you're my man and I'm your woman. No, if she tells me I'm your woman, but we, she with me, but then she out there on set doing something and has let me know that I might invo- be involved with someone while I'm out and away for six months. It's not going to really mean nothing to me, but you know, I'm gone for half the year. I might, Engage with another person. If I walk into that and accept that, mm -hmm. then that is our relationship. That is a relationship, but that's not a monogamous one, the one I'm speaking of. That's not a whole ass full relationship on what the dynamics of to set up the stage for betrayal. That is not what I'm speaking of. Before you get to that point, then yeah, that's like whatever the hell is going on. I don't think it's that conversation. Yeah, but if you having this conversation and then the, the behavior still continues, that is fucked up. But in the realm of like, we really didn't have that, the situationships, the I'm still dating around, we not really, that whole whatever the fuck debacle, then yeah, okay. So in the situation here, it sounds like- You've agreed to be I've, in a monogamous relationship. And it don't, you- no, it don't sound like that either. Cause it sounds like I've consistently been doing one thing and then we've also been consistently engaging with each other and move naturally into a space that you feel like is monogamous. It requires a conversation. Yeah, don't nobody ever just be like, mean, hey, you fucking with these bitches? Oh, you fucking with these hoes? <laughs> yeah, nope. Just it. No, what did that happen naturally? I've never been a part of it. Not, yeah. I didn't say naturally into that conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like motherfuckers just naturally assume they're in a relationship. And that's what happens. No, not naturally that, oh, you, you fucking with them niggas, you fucking with the bitches. No, not that's a natural conversation. Naturally that, oh, well, I'd be over here all the time and I'd be with him a lot of his free time and shit like that. And or he'd be like, damn, I'm with her all the time and I get all her free time or what I assume is all her free time and things like that. That's my girl. That's my man. This is the reason why I have open lines of communication. Actually communicating with one another is very important. But most people move into a natural assumption of we're together. Ah, see, there you go. You just said, like, yes, they assumed. I am talking about explicitly when you have a conversation. And then for either the, person that's mm-hmm. noticing this behavior and for you being like, hey, maybe we should have that talk now. Like, I don't want it to go this way or I am going this way. And I'd like to be clear about the where minute we're going. You, honestly, the minute you make as a person should make that assumption, that is the immediate thing that you should start doing. Like, hey, right. Because they start showing behavior beforehand. Like, oh, they probably think something. 
maybe it's my responsibility to clear something up. And the fact that you're not having this conversation on both sides is like really. I'm not saying it's not impossible to to like miss up, but also like what some how someone acts inside a relationship can differ from person to person. I guess I just disagree on putting the accountability because it's like what you just said is we doing something and then I recognize that your behavior has changed and now it seems like you operating under different assumptions but I'm operating under the things that we've already spoken about and are known and I'm sticking to that script but now it's my responsibility to to like pull you back over here and say hey hey I, I think that you you are um you're mistaken and I w- I'd like to correct you but when is somebody going to take responsibility ever in these situations? Like, what? When is it going to end? Like, that I guess madness. My, no, I'm not saying, but if you, if you I'm responsible for thing, myself, right? Yeah, but okay, let's bring it back to yourself. If you're responsible for you, why would you want somebody tagging along that you really didn't want there in the first fucking place if you're so self-aware? No, I but really if, don't want to be with this person and they around and I guess they think this, but... Uh, fuck it. And it's their responsibility to say something. What? <laughs> I would more so put it in the way of why would I allow myself to be put in a predicament that I don't particularly want to be put in? Exactly. It's just like, this is going to explode. Uh, yeah, it's just a ticking time. And I don't want to necessarily want something to explode in my face. In. So I'm going to cut the fuse. Yeah, and like for you to say, like, it's no responsibility. And now you have so y'all want them. Y'all want people not to be selfish. Yes. It's what you're saying. It, well, it, Not if even one person, be the ultimate selfish and say, I don't want that shit in my life. No, no, no. Because you want that shit in your life. Okay, if you want the drama and you want the... Because at the that point, you are... Right, that's cool. Well, at that point, or, you're... Kind of, at this point, it's not that I dislike you. It's everything is not a f- extreme. It's I'm completely comfortable inside of what's going on right here, right now. The fact that you believe it's leading somewhere else doesn't mean that I'm going to operate on a different script than we had already planned on. So I'm going to stay right here. And if that makes you sway one direction or the other, that's fine because I'm comfortable right here where I'm at. So it's not that I'm uncomfortable and this would be a better situation because, damn, I got this tiger along who I don't really care about. I like this person. This person is fun. We have great times when we engage. They're intelligent. We have a beautiful conversation. I learn things from them. I just don't think that I'm going to have them as the only one. Maybe if I'm in another city for the next three months, I might meet somebody, we might engage, and something might happen. I'm completely comfortable with that, but I'm also comfortable inside of this. At no point am I uncomfortable, so my selfishness is saying do both. Yeah, And what y'all are saying is don't don't do that be selfless and choose to prioritize somebody else's potential emotions, feelings, and well-being over your own when we've seen consistently humans not do that. Just because humans don't do it doesn't mean you should do it. I'm just saying that what y'all are asking for, humans don't do in a vast majority of the regards of their lives in most facets. No, I'm not asking these people to do that. But I'm saying was I understand and I know where you're coming from. It's just why I'm not putting up with it. I've been through the whole spectrum of all those things. And I know personally for myself, I'm not being dragged in it. And I wouldn't want to be anybody that feels like they don't 
have that together to where it's like, well, I don't really have to say anything. Like, nah, I'd rather not deal with that. And I've personally walked away. But I also understand how you can get into those situations. And I hope that if that's not what you really want, that you know when to walk away and how to avoid it. Oh, yeah, no, I think that. And that, like, high value. I'm just not going to subject other people to that. I don't, yeah, and just because how much you make or whatever your perceived lifestyle is, that does not give you the right to do so. Oh, no, I don't think that you have the right to do it. Um, well, this is, I'm, as like, at this point, I'm not activating on rights or anything but, like that. I'm just not going to subject people to things. But that, for me, like, having the right to do something is a very, like, propped up term. Yeah, or they saying, like, if you deal with this person, this is it. This is nothing else. This is what they do. This is all of them. That's where the thing is inflated. Because I don't believe all of them do that. I think the outliers get the most attention because it's so negative. But I bet you there's a whole bunch of millionaires walking around here. Chris doing the right thing super happily married. And doing the right thing by their men. And pretty sure that that actually overrules what the small majority of men have been doing or women have been doing. Uh, who else is out here running around? Fine. I, I would Just like because you're happily married doesn't mean that there's not infidelity inside of the relationship. And I guess that's my thing. Y'all keep saying these niggas are happily married. No. What are, do you do? You spend time with them on a day to day basis and see what the relationship looks like. See what those cold winter seasons inside of the relationship look like when no, these niggas are. didn't enjoy each but, other and how they overcame that. No, so we have no real idea of how the marriages that are still working and successful continue so, to maintain that. So quintessentially, we don't, we don't ha- at that point, we don't have any, we don't have any references outside of our own so it's almost this entire conversation is pointless. I mean, we have references for <laughs> niggas who cheat because people expose them. So that's why we have a lot better and more true exposition on saying, hey, from what we do know, it seems like most of the men in, that are in these levels do cheat because we can speak to a fact of them doing it. We can't speak to a fact of what the men inside of these relationships that we don't know that are keeping things quiet. I mean, but the people that we know are we still a fraction of a percent, a fraction of a percent, of a fraction of a percent. Yeah, I only know of these things. We, I have we know of zero point. Three, not even 0.3. We probably know 0.003% of most of those relationships. This is true, which is why I don't really want to. So we don't have a reasonable aggregate. So I I can't say for real each and every one of those. Of course, there's plenty of people who go. What I said is the information that we do have that is a fact is the niggas that cheat. Regardless of what you want to say about the aggregate of the number. It doesn't change that that is the only confirmable information that we have. Well, yes, we can only t- and we can we can't only- confirm the other information. Yes, so, so you can talk about the numbers in it, but most people aren't going to go that deep, Charles. What they're looking at is the surface level. Oh, these niggas do this. They're not saying, well, we really don't see all the people who make this level of money but, and are in this but sphere about and the operate level that was ultimately superfluous. But that's the people that run and operate a majority of the things and who are dealing with a majority of the other people in life. Just surface level shit. What are you talking about? It's like, I mean, but that's the thing. Marriage marriage and relationships are ultimately a surface level thing. You would think that, but how often is that really considered, Charles? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you keep telling me about what should be and I'm talking about what is. It's, 
<laughs> That's my only overall description of this. I'm saying we don't have a large enough aggregate of information to speak about all of these people who are inside of these power relationship type dynamics. Yeah, we don't. Unless I get up there. But I don't also don't want to have that chip on my shoulder of being like, well, you're I mean, I'll get there eventually. Everybody, everybody but I can cool. only know how I'm going to behave. So ultimately, I'm not going to worry true. about how these other people behave. I'm not going to worry about how these alphas behave because you know the weird thing about most of these people who are talking about being alphas are not really they're alphas. Not really alphas. <laughs> they're not really, but if you have to talk about being an alpha, you are not operating as an alpha. Yeah, that's just weird. Because alphas just do. They don't talk about doing or even like, see, even if you're not alpha, if you keep saying how much like I'm an alpha, or I'm a good guy, I've seen these niggas that keep trying to convince themselves and the people around them, I'm such a good dude, man. I'm just doing it. Yeah, they're bullshit. I don't too. think I've ever told a woman that, and I'm proud of myself for that. Because nah, you would have been lying. Nah, That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> did, did she just? Yeah, just it's because it was, oh it's, it's because of the last conversation. He was like, <laughs> "Oh, this nigga just gonna tell me." Yeah, I'm like shade that was. <laughs> man, just, I'm going to fuck home. Charles <laughs> <laughs> said he's done with this. Yeah, he's done with, done with me. With That's fine. We can much. wrap this up. <laughs> Since uh, Charles is clearly shooting darts at Tony over here, we gonna sign on out before uh, Charles shoot too many of them bitches at me because I ain't got time for that. Got good it's, listeners out there in the late. world. Tony got work in the morning. I got work in the I morning. I actually do have work in the morning, unfortunately. Yeah, prickly porcupine right here. All right, we out. Hey,